If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. I just sat down with the sisters from Secrets and Sisterhood, Hulu's newest, so binge-worthy reality show. We sat down with seven of the sisters, one after another. We have little groups of two and threes. So listen to all of these chats with Hamida, Khadija, Jamila, Rabia, Shakur, Noria, and last but not least, Sadiqwa. Here are all of these chats. Let me know what you guys think. And you got to check out this show. Enjoy. We are here today with three of the sisters from Hulu's newest blockbuster, Secrets and Sisterhood. We are here with Sadiqwa, Maria, and Hamida. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. I'm sitting down with all of you today, but you guys, you're the first three I have the pleasure of chatting with. So talk to me, Secrets and Sisterhood. How did this show come about? So you're, I'm number eight. This is number nine, and that's number 10, the baby of the family. We really wanted to showcase our our family story. Our parents are refugees from Afghanistan. Half the sisters were born in Afghanistan. The rest of us were born here. And there's a very big dynamic between the elder and the younger sisters, the elders being the elders and us being the wolf pack. And my, my mom was really big on education and being a successful woman and not just relying on, on men to like, you know, lead you forward. And so we really wanted to show that story that, you know, social media is really big right now. Everyone wants to be a model or an influencer or an athlete. And we kind of want to stick to, you know, it's okay to have a strong education forefront. It's okay to still have those core family values and to share that story with the melting pot that is America. Are you guys shocked? Because, you know, you hear 10 sisters, you're like, obviously, and I've watched the show, you know, there's always something going on with one of you. So, of course, this should be a reality show on Hulu like where did this idea come from have you guys been saying for years you should have a, a reality show I mean 10 sisters is quite a bit I mean if I had a nickel for every time we were told that we should have our own show I would be a rich woman <laughs> yeah and this journey did start about 10 years ago we kind of dibbled and dabbled in doing reality TV and docu-series because every time we met someone, it was like, oh, you're so-and-so. No, that's my sister. And then growing up in school, it was like, well, didn't you graduate? Wait, you got held back? I'm like, no, that was my sister. So kind of our entire lives, we were always just like, you know, everyone's like, get a show, show, show your story. It's so inspiring. Is there someone who was more hesitant? You know, I mean, it's a great show. Like, was there a sister that kind of held out that said, you know, I don't know if the cameras are for me? Um, there was some reservation from the older sisters just because they were more concerned about, you know, what the world think, you know, because they have a different mentality than we do. So definitely a reservation from the elder sisters. 
what about you, Hamida? I mean, you are number 10. You're the baby of the bunch. Like, what was it like growing up, you know, with nine older sisters and being the youngest? It was a blessing. It was amazing. I had nine role models to look up to and had so many best friends growing up. So definitely a blessing. And Nerea, you know, we've learned, I think it was in one of the first episodes, one of the sisters said, you know, you were the most temperamental, you know, is that, is that true? Is that a title that's well-deserved? Uh, it is not entirely true. Um, I think if you poke a bear, eventually it's gonna growl back <laughs> and that's what happens. So they're just speaking more to the reaction, not so much all of the poking they're doing before I react. <laughs> You guys mentioned elders and you are the wolf pack. Like who came up with the wolf pack? Like where did these titles come from? The elders and the wolf pack. So it's interesting. Shakur and I have this ongoing lifelong argument of who created the wolf pack. Um, she claims to be the leader of the wolf pack. Um, when we were younger, we were always just rolling together. We had a very tight knit, big bunch. And Every time we'd go out, we'd always howl. <laughs> and we were like, hey, we're a wolf pack. And there's this saying, and it says, you know, for the strength of the pack of, is the wolf, and the strength of the wolf is the pack. I knew you were going to say that. I know. I knew and it. so <laughs> that's how we literally feel, like a, like a wolf pack. And we'll comfort anyone who comes for us. <laughs> I love it. When and you mentioned, elders, yes, go on. And the elders are the elders because when you think of someone that's older in our family, there's respect. You're conservative. You're born back home in Afghanistan. So it's kind of like, oh, you're an elder. And usually wiser. Yeah, wiser too. So there's not there's not a negative connotation to it. It's actually a respect thing. Do they feel it's a respect thing as well? Or do they say, please don't I, call us the elders? <laughs> I think Ravia hates being called an elder. Um, <laughs> but we say it out of love. Yeah. <laughs> You say it out of love. Well, you know, speaking of Afghanistan, you know, you are Muslim American. Like, how important was that, you know, in getting this made and like showing representation on TV? It was difficult at first, just because we didn't know how other people were going to perceive it. But we were born in America. This is all we know, born and raised here. And we're just showing our own personal journeys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're not what? trying to represent all Muslims or all Afghan women. We're just simply telling our personal story. Was there pushback like from people, you know, either in your family who are not on the show, like the community, like did people say, you know, we don't want this on a reality show or was it all just positive and go out you there? Will and see, you will see some... Uh, Throughout the season, you will see some sisters' reactions and their facial expressions with certain things that we say. So you can definitely tell, you know, their um, their resistance to our behavior. Yes, but we always have, and if you watch the show, you'll see our the work we do to help Afghanistan, the charity, the gala, because we do want to give back. Our eldest sister, Shasta, came here when she was a teenager. So she had to learn how to speak English. She had to learn the laws of the land when she came to America. So we grew up very Afghan. Honestly, I didn't know I was born in America until I was like 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Our first language is in English. It's Pashto. So we thought we were like, oh, we're Afghan. Like, oh, we're Afghan-American, actually. Well, especially because mom would cut our hair till we were, I don't know how old. We all had the same bowl haircut. <laughs> 
and she would make our clothes. So we wore homemade clothes to school and we ate with our hands. We slept on the floor. I mean, this is America, but we grew up like we were in Afghanistan. So who, I mean, we didn't know until we were older. (laughs) Wow. Well, you know, it is great. I'm glad that this ended up on Hulu. You know, speaking of Hulu, we have another show on Hulu called The Kardashians. You know, I'm sure I'm not the first person you're going to be doing lots of press during the day today. I'm sure I'm not the only one that is making this comparison. Like, did you guys watch The Kardashians? Are you reality TV fans in general? You know, um, growing up, my mom had a very strict regimen. We all graduated high school at 16. We all graduated university at 19. We have multiple degrees and all of, a lot of our focus was on just education. We had no male figures. Our father was murdered. We had no uncles, no cousins, no grandparents. So our entire life was sort of like get an education, don't watch TV, be something and rely on yourself. So we don't watch too much reality TV. Some of my sisters do. They like selling sunset. Some of the girls love of the housewives. Yeah, I know Khadija loves her housewives. Yes. I think Muslifa does too. I've seen a couple of episodes. Yeah. I'm not sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll indulge in it here and there if I and I find it pretty funny. So, yeah. But we're all about women empowerment. We love seeing other women win and everyone has their own unique story and we love to hear all of them. What do you want people to take away as they watch this, like about your culture? What do you think is like some of the biggest misconceptions about your culture and that you hope people kind of learn from watching these first 10 installments? I think it's just so important just to speak your truth and just be your authentic self. And people, when you think of Afghanistan, they think of war, terror, um, a heavy Islamic regime and they see women in burqa. And so when people find out that you're from Afghanistan, your parents are from Afghanistan, like, oh, we never knew Afghan women look like this, or, you know, they're so Americanized or they have any rights and aren't oppressed and are successful women. And we really want to erase that stigma that is on Afghanistan and the women that are raised here. I'll admit it, as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all-in-one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes, and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. When Honey Love Shapewear approached me to advertise on this podcast, and I sent it to our bi-weekly co-host, Miss Sarah Frazier, turns out she loves it. Whoever knew Sarah's body and chest and curves would help me sell shapewear. Listen, you know, wedding season is upon us, and I've been hearing from a lot of brides out there, and I mean, I guess, who who's going to a wedding this summer? If you are, you have to check out Honey Love, or if you just want some great shapewear for everyday fit. Sarah's favorite product from Honey Love is their Superpower Short. It has 
has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between the areas that you want more support and areas where you need less compression. And their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. Now, the number one thing I've heard from Sarah is that Honey Love has flexible boning that's hidden in the inside seams that keeps it from rolling down. Who knew that was such a problem for you ladies? And I mean, yes, Sarah and I get really, you know, we've gotten to know each other through this podcast. Apparently it has an opening also in the panty area for super easy bathroom access. No costume change required. Treat yourself to the best shaper on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash velvet. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off at honeylove.com slash velvet. Wow, that's great. How, before we wrap up, how is your mom? I mean, I know the show just came out. Like, have you started hearing from people that you haven't heard from? I know it's early in the day. Like, how is your mom in this process? Has she ready for possible newfound stardom? Our mom, so my mom actually is back home right now. She's been there for a long time. She's visiting her sister's family. And we talked to her on the phone. And my mom probably had the most anxiety filming this. English is not her first language. She's very shy. When she speaks, it's like the word of God. She's very like, everyone don't speak when she's speaking. She's very wise. Very wise. And she was really nervous. And, you know, being raised and born and lived half her life in Afghanistan with her children, she's not really one to speak up because the culture there is very different. Women don't have that right. So for her to get the floor and the attention, she was like really honored and she's excited. She's really excited. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, congratulations on the show. You know, Thank I've seen you so you know, almost all the episodes. It's great. Wow. I can't wait for people to watch this. It's so addicting. So I think oh, I think you guys so are going to be on Hulu for quite a while. And it's been so it's such a pleasure to watch you guys. And I really yeah, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. Thank you. You too. Take care. So we are here with Khadija and Rabia, two of the elders from Anytime. Welcome, welcome, Khadija and Rabia, Secrets and Sisterhood. It is out. Thank you guys for being here. You know, I just sat down with some members of the Wolf Pack. You know, they tell me that you guys don't mind being called the elders. Is this true? <laughs> for me, it's okay. Maybe Rabia, not so much. All kidding aside, I've watched many of the episodes that are now out on Hulu that premiered on June 9th. You know, you guys grew up, you know, more traditional and your sisters grew up, you know, part of the wolf pack, more westernized. Like, was there such a divide, you know, in the household? Because you do get a some sense of this from watching these episodes. Like, what was it like growing up, you know, with maybe more traditional values to the culture? So it was definitely more traditional for me growing up than for the wolf pack growing up. And I think Rabia was kind of in the cusp in the middle of both. She definitely took them out when they were younger and probably did some naughty things that I learned about later. And I was definitely the more conservative, follow the rules, do your homework, make sure you, you know, pray and do all that stuff in childhood. So I was definitely trying to keep them in line. And we did see that from watching, you know, these episodes, you know, which, you know, that you worried and you kind of did help raise your younger sisters, like which sister gave you the most ajita and kept you up at night and gave you the most to worry about? Back then, Shakur, 100%. Khadija, they did, some, three members of the Wolfpack did say that you actually are a reality TV fan, that you watch The Housewives. Like, is this true? I, like, and do both of you like reality TV now that you are part of reality TV? <laughs> It is. What reality TV do you like, Khadija? Do you like The Housewives, Kardashians? What's your favorite? 
My favorites are Housewives of Beverly Hills, Housewives of Atlanta, and Housewives of Orange County. Fixer Upper, Property Brothers, Love It or List It. So they're on different ends of the spectrum, but those are my favorite. And then with my kids, it's the cooking shows like Nailed It, Top Chef, and stuff like that. Who took to this process the best? You know, it's one thing to say we're going to do a reality show and the next thing you know, Hulu's there and there's cameras. You know, it's not for everyone. Like, is there a sister that you feel just took to this process and loved the cameras the most? Shakur and Jamila, for sure. That was a quick answer. <laughs> what do you want people to take away, you know, as they watch this show about your culture? And what do you think, you know, are some of the biggest misconceptions about your culture? Well, I feel like our show is meant to really showcase our family and how we balance our lives, taking into consideration our faith and our religion. And people have this misperception that Muslims should be very, you know, dressed a certain way, speak a certain way, act a certain way. And we believe that in relationship with God. And you shouldn't judge people based on their appearance. And how they look or some of their actions shouldn't define them belonging to or not belonging to our religion. Again, this is our journey and we hope that people will relate to it. That's such a good answer. And has this brought you guys closer? Cause, and were you shocked at some of the drama that came out? You know, I imagine you went into this wanting to be brought closer together. Has that happened? And or also were you shocked at some of the drama that did start to unfold with cameras in your face? I was surprised at some of the secrets and I'll be honest. I, I, I cried quite a bit and <laughs> you can see it um, because I love my sisters. They're each piece of my heart and, and to see them hurt made me hurt. And some of the stuff that they hadn't shared with me that I learned, I was surprised that they didn't confide in me. And I think one of the parts that was hardest for me also was when my mom cries because she is our rock and our foundation. And if she found something to be hard, I wanted to immediately want to undo it. So. But overall, it did bring us closer together because the burdens that each of us were carrying and the weight that each of us were carrying was lifted. The secrets were exposed and we were able to come back together and have let each other know that no matter what, it's family over everything and we can rely on each other no matter what. We're best friends. That's such a good way to put it. Well, I have watched most of these episodes. Secrets and Sisterhood is great. You know, welcome to Hulu. I wish you guys so much success. And, you know, it's, everyone needs to check out the show. And I really appreciate you guys chatting with me. Thank you so much for your time, David. Thank you. Thank you both. See you later. Bye-bye. Have a great you day. You too. Hi, David. Hello. Welcome. Nice to see you again, David. <laughs> nice to see you. So we're going to the other do room. We are here with Jamila and Khadija. Welcome, welcome. How is it? Like, how, how are you guys feeling now that this has been out in the world? I mean, I know it's only been a few hours, but like, have you guys started hearing from people from your past that you haven't heard from for forever? Yes, definitely. People coming out of the woodworks. Um, but, you know, there's been a lot of love and support as well. Um, you know, you've got the good and and the not so good. But overall, the temperament has been just positive for us as a family. Absolutely. I've had people reach out from high school, from college. It's It's been pretty surreal. The whole experience has been pretty surreal. 
Well, I've sat with, you know, many of the other sisters, you know, Khadija, we were chatting earlier. Jamila, I have to say, I've asked each person who took to the cameras, you know, the quickest, the easiest, and the overwhelming answer was you and Shakur, that you were born for this, that, you know, you were the most natural, you didn't mind the cameras there. So how is this process for you? Was it as easy as everyone has suggested earlier today? Well, I definitely had some secrets. So there was a lot of vulnerability that, was on my part, um, which I'm glad that I was able to express despite how difficult it was because I knew that my story would speak to a lot of other women that are probably going through the same thing. Uh, so being able, just having to be vulnerable and expose yourself. I mean, I, I work in practice medicine. So a lot of my patients have seen a completely different side of me and now they have their flies on the wall into my up close and personal life. So there's definitely a lot of adjustments. But at the end of the day, you know, we're here to tell our story and hopefully people will take that and, and be able to resonate with that or, you know, relate to the story that we're telling. Well, yes. I mean, you did help put the secrets in secrets and sisterhood. You did have <laughs> one of the bigger secrets of this first season, you know, how was it, you know, to reveal you're pregnant? Like, was that like, did the show speed up that process? You think like, would you have told the other sisters anyway, were the cameras there Did that kind of make things happen faster? In some way it did, right? It, it made me more courageous. It made me just say, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to, I'm going to come out with it because it was something that I was holding in and it allowed me just to feel more free. This, I was telling my sisters that some parts of the show was actually therapeutic for me and it allowed me to evolve and grow into the person that I am even today. So that's the positive um, take on it. Now, some of the reactions and stuff, you you could hope and wish it would have been made a little different, but at the end of the day, I, my, my sisters have supported me, you know, no matter what. And so the fears that I thought I had were just, you know, just things that in my head, it wasn't that they weren't there. They were always there from the beginning. So, um, so I have a question. If it wasn't for the show, would you have brought it up to me at all? It's a good question. <laughs> I'd like to know the answer too. Yes. I think when the time was right, I would have in the sense that, you know, I'd have to, it, when I brought it up, it wasn't the most opportune time. You know, it was kind of, there was always, always there's already so much going on. I think I would have opted to do it a more one-on-one -on -one personal um, conversation. Eventually it would have come out. Eventually it would have come out. I mean, do you regret having to bring it out like on the show, on this platform? Like, do you wish that you kind of told the sisters off camera? No, I actually don't have any regrets about sharing that because I realized how much pain I was going through keeping it in versus once it came out, it was like a burden that was lifted off my shoulders. And, you know, being in medicine too and seeing this in my practice with other patients and women, you know, I didn't really understand what it was until I went through it myself. And so being able to express that and share that story, I think it would definitely, a lot of people would find that, um, like comforting and relatable. What did you guys each learn about yourselves through this process of being on a reality show? It's like looking in a mirror. You're like, oh my gosh. Um, I definitely can chill out a little bit. <laughs> I can definitely chill out a little bit. I just, I'm a, I'm a very ambitious person. So for me, it's, you know, I want everything to be perfect. And I, you know, sometimes don't, like I need to live in the moment and enjoy the milestones Definitely. and celebrate the milestones um, and not be so, I guess, 
stringent, <laughs> rigid, <laughs> rigid. But I'm also really funny too, and and um, I'm likable. Aren't you decide. <laughs> That's why it just. It's just that when you're when she is focused, it's very tunnel vision, and the task has to be completed perfectly, executed flawlessly, and. I think that because she wants it to be so perfect, it takes away from the enjoyment of it. So I wish that, like she said, she would live more in the present, enjoy it, and embrace it. Sometimes I feel like I wear the family's, like all the weight of the family on my shoulders, but really it's like every sister feels that weight. Some kind of weight. Yeah, some more carefree. Um, But at the end of the day... at the end of the day, we all want what's best for the family. So absolutely, um, that's our sisterhood. Did you learn anything? Was there a particular sister you guys learned something about through this process or someone who shocked you? You know, people sometimes when cameras are involved, <laughs> things change. You're Hello, David. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hamida yeah. was a surprise. There's definitely, I mean, yeah. these secrets, they, they, were, they were shocking moments, you know, but it's so nice to know that you have sisters that you can confide in at the end of the day and that will support you no matter what. Yeah. How is, you know, how is your mom with, you know, that, you know, you reveal this, you know, I mean, the sisters had some issues, you know, with the pregnancy, like where is your mom with everything now? So my mom, I don't think she realized what she signed up for. Um, Mom doesn't know still. Mom still doesn't know. So I know that just sounds crazy, doesn't it? (laughs) <laughs> wow i mean and we saw on the show you know but i figured i just didn't know if she knew now i actually have not told my mother i've not had that conversation with her wow yeah i don't yeah yeah she i guess she'll she'll find out when she sees the show i was just gonna say well now that the show is out on a major platform such as hulu i mean are is she going to sit down and watch it? Are you going to try to not have her watch it until you can get around to telling her? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Like my mother, is, she's just so traditional and she's just, you know, she doesn't understand the level which this platform has to offer, right? So she's like, Hulu, she was okay. And then, you know, she would joke around like, why did you guys give your real names? I'm like, mom, this is a TV show. That's <laughs> reality. Give our real names. Like this is, this is our work. Uh, so it's just, it's, it's cute and funny at the same time. Um, and she's only aware of the scenes that she was in. Yeah. And the stuff that she was not in, everybody's kind of held it really tight and sealed. My mom has an innocence about her and I just, I want to keep it that way as long as I can. And in a way, I mean, maybe it is easier. Like, I don't know. I think of a lot of things I've had to tell people throughout the years. I would love to just say, you go and sit in that room and press play and call me in 10 hours when all these episodes <laughs> exactly. are over. See, you're right. Yeah. Maybe it's easier just to say, watch the show and call me. Yeah. I've already had to like explain this to almost all my sisters at this point. And like you said, press play and uh, we'll have a conversation. Did you get any um, advice from Shakur just because, I mean, she had, you know, she hasn't done a reality TV show, but she's been in the media, you know, like she's done things in the public eye. Like, did she give you guys any advice for kind of handling the media and becoming quote unquote public figures? Yeah. You know, we all talked about Shakur definitely, you know, gave great insight, um, you know, just about really having thick skin, right? The media can tear you apart. There's trolls out there, um, you know, 
as you know, a lot of us sisters, we aim to please. We do care about what people say about us, but at the same regard, she's like, nope, you got to have tough skin. Be um, your true self. Be your true self. Be your authentic self. Um, you know, we spoke we spoke about this as a family uh, because at the end of the day, outside of a reality show, we're still a family and we need to protect that. Uh, and so there was a lot of conversation about that as well. That's really good advice. Well, I've watched most of the season. You know, it's great. People are going to love it. I really appreciate you guys. Congratulations. Hopefully you're doing something fun to celebrate the release now that it's out in the world. <laughs> we and... just had a premiere party that was amazing. It was. Um, and now we're just catching up. So but I'm the... having a sleepover, so we're going <laughs> to chat. <laughs> just have right just have a big sister sleepover well i really appreciate your guys time congratulations on the show and everyone needs to watch secrets you, david. thanks david anytime Shakur, welcome how are you secrets sisterhood how is it going i'm good thank you really good in yourself good i mean listen i've talked to all of your sisters today i asked them you know who who took to the cameras who who liked this process the best and they said you and jamila hands down we're the most natural. So, I mean, how is it going? How is this process for you? Tell me everything. Well, I've had the experience in entertainment. I've done that the majority of my life. And I kind of brought all my sisters into my world. So being able to see them learn this industry and be a part of it and experience these new things has been eye-opening for me. And it's been a great experience to be able to see them flourish and evolve and change. And it's just been, it's it's been a nice a nice journey. Well, without it's it had its hiccups. It definitely has its obstacles and it has these twisty, turny, windy roads and like the curves come really quick. But at the end of the day, I think um, I know it was a memorable journey for me. It has had its twists and turns. And I mean, were you shocked? I mean, I imagine you guys all went into this process to, you know, bring you guys together. I mean, were you shocked at some of the drama that unfolded as you started filming this reality show for Hulu? As an understatement, because <laughs> sometimes I'm appalled or just flabbergasted, you know. So I mean, I definitely learned a lot of things in real time. You know, I, a lot of secrets and bombs that were dropped were really done right in front of me. So it's like you're having to digest everything, um, which normally you may take a longer time to process. But when cameras are rolling, it's like the true authentic self and you is out there, and you're reacting in real time, and that's just something that you have to take with a grain of salt because there might be things that you think, you know, in hindsight, I could have handled that differently. But at the end of the day, it's like your feelings are valid in that moment. And you got to stand strong and you got to stand 10 toes down on whatever it is you say. And I'm pretty much like, you know, I'm, I'm unapologetically me. You like it, you like it, you don't, you don't. That's good. That's what is meant for reality TV, right? Absolutely. Were you shocked because, you know, you have, you know, you have acting experience, music, modeling, like you were in the public eye. Like, were you shocked at just how different reality TV is? You know, you're not playing a part. You're not stepping in and singing lyrics. Well, I had experience because I've had really, really close friends that have done this realm of television and docuseries format. And so I'd hear all the ins and outs and I'd be around them when they were on set filming. So I knew exactly what it was that I was signing up for. I have a stomach for stuff like that because entertainment, you just have to have Teflon skin. Like you just, I mean, it is grueling. And I try to implement that mentality and tell my sisters to kind of prep them like, hey, you know, you say you, you know what you signed up for, but I don't think you understand the gravitas behind what you really signed up for. So kind of trying to like 
hold their hand and usher them into the direction of like, stay positive, stay laser focused, ignore the static and just enjoy the ride. It's an experience. It's a memory you're never going to forget. And as long as you're unapologetically you and authentic, you have nothing to lose. Completely. Do you watch, I mean, obviously Hulu, the Kardashians, like that's a natural comparison, like Shaz of Sunset, which really, you know, that's a natural comparison, which I hear coming out. Like, do you watch reality TV? Do you watch any of these other shows? No, it's not my forte. That's Khadijah. Khadijah could tell you anything about all reality TV. I'm more like the scripted episodic series, TV shows, movies. I can give you everything that's a good series. Just binge watch and I'll finish it all in one sitting. Like I'm very much into like the cinematic TV film era. Do you have a favorite like that you just binge? Like what has been your recent guilty pleasure? We someone that just went off and I'm so sad because it was a serious finale, excellent show, everything about the cinematography to the storylining, to the writing, to the characters and who they casted, Succession. Yeah, it, it was really- Chef's kiss. Brilliant, I, right? It, it was intelligently written. It's just like, you really just have to follow. And it's just, it was just such a posh and just such a sophisticated way of just being like, can I curse? Yeah, I mean, like, like, fuck you, you know, <laughs> to everything. Like, it was just standing in your power, standing in your truth. But the thing that maybe made me so partial to it is that it had the family dynamic as the denominator. And it showed that there were just so many moments of, like, just vulnerability with that roughness. But then there's comedic relief. You really got to see the dynamic behind these characters, these children of, Lo- you know, Logan Roy and what went on in this family. And it just tells you there's a little bit of dysfunction in every family. (laughs) It's just a matter of, do you reveal it? Do you not reveal it? Do you hide it or do you own it? So that was definitely, yes, I loved, loved that show. It was great. Well, you know, you talk about some of the secrets that were revealed in real time, like Jamila and her pregnancy. I just learned right now from speaking to her that your mom still doesn't know about this. No. Wow. she I mean, she doesn't know. She knows that it was going to be released, but my mother has yet to see any footage. Like, wow. It, and she doesn't know about the pregnancy, June Jamila was saying, too. Oh, no. Wow. I mean, how is that? I mean, the show is out. I mean, people are binging it already. It's on Hulu. We know the world, you know, travels fast on Hulu. I mean, is she going to, how is she going to react to this, you think? I'm hoping with mercy and compassion and love and understanding and forgiveness. I mean, you know, my mother is just like, there's no level to explain my mother. Like for me, my heaven is under my mother's feet, culturally, Islamically, just the way my mentality is like, I, I, you never want to do anything to, to, you know, to disappoint your parent, but you also don't want to, live a lie or live something that's not according to your truth so it's like trying to navigate and maneuver yourself between both worlds and it can get a bit tricky trying to do you know it could be a it could be a mind fuck trying to navigate between both realms and you always want your your mama's approval you know so yeah. i mean hopefully hopefully she'll understand and she'll accept it for what it is what do you think she'll think of the show in general, you know, just as she watches it back? I mean, is she, does she understand, like, stand that this, you know, could break out? I mean, this is Hulu, it's a huge platform. Like, what do you think she's going to think in, of she watching would, this back? She would be happy for the success that would come with the show. 
God willing. And she'd be happy that her daughters are happy because she knows it's something that I worked really hard on, you know, putting together, creating, pitching it, getting it out there and finding an amazing production team, my half yards productions, and then got it to Hulu. And we have like such a force and an amazing team at Hulu. Like it was just, she knows the sweat tears that went into this, this show. So I feel like she'll, she'll have love and sympathy for it. And she'll be happy that we're happy. Bottom line. So, well, that's a positive, right? Yeah. Was there something that you learned about yourself from this whole process and filming this reality show with your sisters? That's an understatement. I learned a lot of things. As I'm watching the episodes, I'm learning more things about myself. And I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. And then I'm learning things about my sisters throughout the process of filming. I learned new things while I'm watching the episodes. I'm learning new things like, wow, you said what? But, you know, I asked my sister, I told my sisters in the beginning, I said, look, I'm giving you guys a disclaimer. Um, I'm asking you guys all for forgiveness right now. I'm apologizing ahead of time for anything I might have said. You know, no bad blood, but because I want that same forgiveness and courtesy extended back to me, because if there's anything that I said, I want them to know that, you know, I want them to be able to forgive me as well. And at the end of the day, we understand that it's always family over everything. We always come back as a unit through the conflict. There's always resolve because there's no other option. You are blood in, blood out. These are your sisters. There's no, no one's expendable. No one's disposable. It's like, suck it up. We did it. It happened. Apologize. Get over it. May take you a second to digest it and shit it out, but you're going to be all right. We're going to be all right because that has always been the dynamic of us from childhood. This is how, when you're not sisters or family and you're just friends and you film a reality show, how people end up not speaking ever again, because they're not family and they can walk away. And with us, there's like no option. You literally can't even like hide, even if you wanted to, because there's going to be some sister trying to mediate it, trying to bring you back to, you know, on back on one accord. And it's always going to be a family function or something where you're going to have to cross paths. Like you can only give the cold shoulder for so long until you're like, all right. And then sometimes you just forget that you were mad at them. Like you kind of walk in the room and you just are giving everyone hugs and kisses. And then the sister who you were arguing with was right there. So you kiss her back and you're like, oh shit, I was mad at her. What did I just do? Because it's just so innate for us to do that. And by that time, it's like, all right, it's water under the bridge. All right, you're like, let's just move on. Exactly. What about Josh? I mean, we saw, you know, you guys, it was some, a lot of the sisters or mother, a lot of people had reactions to Josh. I mean, I know you guys like started the season, like, you know, saying that you were staying together. Like, how has he been with this process and like kind of having the cameras there? It's also been a whole learning, you know, experience for him as well. Like this is whole new territory for him being in front of the cameras and stuff. But then as we, the film, we started going on, I started to see him get more comfortable. And I mean, his relationship with my sisters is a beautiful relationship. Like they're extremely, extremely close. They both hold each other in high regards. And it's just funny to see that they're dynamic. I mean, it, how they interact with each other. It's just something that a woman would always want. If she had sisters, you always want your husband or you want the wife to be accepted by the family because it just makes things so much more smoother. And um, to be able to give him that love and for him to receive that love is just a beautiful thing. So I feel like he's acclimated to this environment very well. He's starting to, you know, he caught his cadence and he's moving and grooving. He's like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, this is cool. And he also learned more things about my sisters and like, oh, okay. Seeing new, new personalities emerge. So everything has just been like, kind of like 
school's in session. Let's see what happens today. What do we learn today? Exactly. That's all good. What about, what do you want people to take away, you know, as they watch this show, like from you, from your sisters, from your own relationship and your, your culture, like what do you want people to get out of this? Family over everything that no matter what you go through quarrels, bantering, discord, dissension, conflicts, you have to find a resolve. You have to find the resolve. You have to find some way to come back to center. You have to come back to love. Because at the end of the day, you're nothing without your family. And if you're so blessed and fortunate to have family on this earth, you better count your lucky stars. You know, people are dropping off this planet left and right without any kind of forewarning. So for me to have the blessing of having my nine sisters and my mama is not something that I take lightly. And I thank, I thank God and I'm grateful. And it's just like, like, love your family, love them while they're here. Give them their flowers while they're here and try to get through these situations as quickly as you possible, these quarrels as quickly as possible. And I'm speaking to myself first because I can't get stubborn and be like, oh, I don't want, I'm like, I'm going to forgive her, but I, I want to sit in my, my power for a little second longer. Like, I'll let me get over it when I want to get over it. But when you have that many sisters, like, no, 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 no. It's time for you to get over it right now. It's, it's like, you know, you kind of have to go with the punches, but I feel that it's okay to have um, it's okay to have dysfunction. It's okay to have the craziness. It's okay to have, it's okay to have disagreements and fights, but just always come back to the core, always come back to what's important to bring again, yourself back to center. And it's about sisterhood. It's about sisterhood. It's about the journey that you have to take and what you learn on the way and what you apply in your life. And it, I want people to see the culture, the faith, the dynamic of what it is to be a first-generation American coming from an immigrant refugee family. And there's so many other people from different diasporas, not just the Afghan diaspora, that will be able to relate as first-gen Americans. Like, hey, that's funny. I had similar type of upbringings in my family. It doesn't matter what religious faith or denomination, ethnicity they're from. They all have that same type of mentality and those that 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 journey of having to balance walking between both worlds, having a foot in each on each side. And I feel like there's someone that will be able to relate. And if we can touch a couple people here and there and let them know like, Hey, this is okay. You know, this is all about honestly, just our story. It's not, we're not representing or advocating for the whole Afghan community or for the whole Muslim community. It's just a matter of this is a glimpse of our life through our perspective on how we navigate through life and our ups and downs and our hardships and how we triumphed. And instead of being the victim, we became the victors. That's such good advice and such a good thing to take away. And I loved watching this and I really appreciate your time. And I mean, I hope everyone enjoys this. It's, it's great. So congratulations on your success and thank you for taking your time. So much for giving me this opportunity. Anytime. Take care. Take care too. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, 
We're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon.